So if you were to, I mean, I'll give you my two cents on 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 this as well. But first, probably I'll let you you take take a shot at this. What do you think if you were to say one or two top benefits for short term and long term? What would that be? So if someone is wanting to change and say we are not going to run a business as usual scenario on a particular contract, so let let me yep. build this build this scenario for you. There's a portfolio that's being managed by an FM company. The FM company says, okay, while the customer isn't allowing us to do a change, or we probably want to be ready for the future. If they were to, you know, consider saying that let's take one of the accounts in the portfolio, which is perhaps going to go into rebuilds in a couple of years or one year, try to run a parallel process between business as usual and the new process. What, according to you, would be like the short term and the long term benefits of doing that if they can do it? Yeah, yeah, and and talk, talking from direct experience as well. The short-term impact, and I'm talking from day one, not from you know mm. month three, month six, mm. is easily double-digit um, savings, right? So by implementing the right technology, the right machinery, using data to then understand more about the the productivity and the benchmarking. So financially, without making any negative impact to the performance of the cleaning, the security, the assets. Mm an easy double digit saving so that that's the immediate saving the longer term benefits could also flow into and maybe the medium term is energy savings you know energy savings and that can be relatively immediate as well but never underestimate the the power of you know monitoring you know the consumption of energy and then making some simple things you can do around you know equipment starts and and start up close down times and, and so on and synchronization mm. uh, we, we've seen you know really and you know better than most that those savings can be huge as well so that's a, that's a more of an immediate you know short to medium term benefit and um, the other one i think is perhaps as i alluded before around this site or facility availability so by in the medium to longer term by implementing for example some very simple iot devices on assets um, pre- predicting and, and preventing failures can have a very positive impact to the to the, oper- to the operation of the customer financially and operationally. So I think that's a medium to longer term benefit. And when I'm saying medium to longer, that's six months to a year that can easily fall in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that the longer term benefits are more related to the, the workplace experience, where you know there are some you know, some things that the service providers can do. There's service design as well that can make the workplace just a very cool place to be. And that will then, you know, have flow-on effects around attracting and retaining the best quality talent for the for the customer. That's awesome, mate. And I have a different take on it. Where like, like slightly more strategic. So the way I look at it, and and in fact, you pointed it out, and you said that when you when we are trying to do something, we've got to demonstrate and show predictability of success, if not the end confirmation of success. So. According to me, if, if if an FM company can act proactively, with some of them, some of the companies now, like uh, uh, probably when you take Middle East, there's there a couple of companies which actually started investing in technology way back, almost three to four years back, right? Now, one of the benefits yeah. of that was short-term benefits was of that was that they were actually learning their margin of error to make mistakes was much much more than what would be there right now. So they could have actually learned on their own pace and say, okay, 
what all we cannot change and what all we can change at what pace so that was like a real short term benefit get the hang of the situation understand your people and and figure out because change is different for different people as you said for some it's going to be hard for some it's going to be easy so it's relative it's it's not an absolute uh, sort of a phenomena when you look at that and 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 the other short term benefit is like for people who are into solutions i think it provides them demonstration ready sites and say okay if i am actually bidding on a new site and saying that i could do output driven contract i have actually a sort of proof or at least something to show on a live contract and so this is what we are doing over here now right now most fm companies even though they were they are going to be talking about output driven contracts they do not have any site which is where they can demonstrate that something of this that can be done and the long term is obviously an unnecessary lead in in my opinion if if an fm company can figure out the learning process early there is great advantage in sort of then scaling it up obviously we again referring to something that we've seen in the middle east getting there for yeah. is not always the best thing because you can just get stuck there so the company that i'm talking about they they made the move 3 to 4 years back but they got stuck now then ultimately things have changed so much that someone would would catch up so i think i mean if i were to sum up this so for me really jj the 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 change needs to happen more if you want to be in this business you you know that you have to do it differently and you just have to be prepared that you can do it differently when the right time comes and there is no one else who could help you find that out no government support no public sector support can help you sort of find that out you've got to make that a move on your own so that's that's probably what 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 i think are some of the short term and the long yeah, term yeah I, i think it's a really good really good summary and um I think you know, the, the, the headline there is don't wait. You know, don't wait for others because if you do, by the time you you, you get around to doing it, you've missed the, the opportunity boat. So you know, take advantage now while you can. Yeah. Awesome. So you've you've already spoken about one of the aspects, uh, but I probably if there's something else that you would want to add over here, would love to have. Otherwise, we'll probably uh, you know move into the short uh, detail of what what we're going to cover in the third episode. So. you've been part of multiple organizations pretty large ones across different uh, handled being part of operations across across multiple countries your two cents on how fm stakeholders that's organized within the organization right from top to bottom look at change anything new to add to what you've already spoken or uh, Look, I, I just not necessarily, but I think there's one point that is worth discussing, and that is mm. what whilst what's happened in a lot of these other mature countries around, you know, output contracts. You mentioned a few times. To some extent, the question is, has it gone too far? So some of the commercial models, some of the KPIs, the abatements, the penalties, are to a point where it's actually driving the wrong behaviours from. the service providers because they're forced to do that where you know because everyone's in the business of making a dollar but not necessarily making you know not much uh, at all and you know there's evidence particularly in the UK where a number of large organizations we don't need to mention any names but they've basically gone under because you know the it, it's squeezing year on year and and of course there should be year on year savings but if you keep on doing that year after year after year there's a point where you know unless you do you know proactively embrace newer and newer technology and innovations then uh, actually it leads to a point where it's not good for the industry so just wanted to put that out there very much the change mm. Mm. so you know it's about getting the balance right and at the moment 
know, some of the countries we're talking about in Southeast Asia um, are at one end of the scale, and it's not a good thing. But then equally in the more mature countries, that they're at the other end of the scale, and that's also not right overall over the, you know, sustainable term. So it's about getting that balance right as a part of this change. Awesome, man. I think you saved the best for the last. So I think I really appreciate that point. It's like, and if I can give you another example from, from Middle East, I mean, a lot of examples from there because we, we do quite a bit of work there, is that potentially you push it so far that the service provider says that, okay, it's just not worth it for me to do it. And then you, you're probably looking at that situation. I, I, I get what you're trying to say. So it's, these are like completely different end of the spectrum, but they are the, the, the talking points and perhaps the reason why change should happen at all ends and not just at the end of the FM as an industry. Awesome, JJ. As always, you you know, so you sort of come up with points which are so relevant. People want to talk about it, but they don't talk about it. And that's what the entire agenda of this entire <laughs> podcast that we are doing. So thank you so much, right? And, and what we're going to be doing in the next episode is having set the context, having spoken about the need to change, we will slowly but surely start to give frameworks as well so we're going to now go deeper into the barriers to change not the usual suspects again questions like if you want to go ahead and change bring in some innovation where do you find money from and and we'll probably in the next uh, couple of episodes wear the hat of fm you know senior leadership so that we can address questions from their perspective and also probably from the perspective of end customers. But really the next episode is really going to be addressing and unraveling all the barriers to change and then the next few ones to say, okay, how do you go about it? What do you do to address those barriers? Then towards the end of the podcast, I'm already getting nostalgic, but probably there's, there's a bit of time to, to allow nostalgia to hit JJ, isn't that? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. I'm not going to be able to do it now, but we'll wait until next week. Absolutely, mate. Thanks a lot, JJ. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. See you around. Take care until the next episode comes out. Take care, guys.